Welcome to the Pac-Man Podcast, Patriotic American Citizen. I'm Ted Flint on the BMG Network, and we begin with Donald J. Trump back in D.C., the first time since January of last year. The uh, former president was the keynote speaker at the sold-out America First Agenda Summit, and he went down the list, the platform, and he nailed it. And he was really somebody who was and is for America. He puts America ahead of the other 189 or 190 plus countries, however many there are. This administration, the Biden administration, does not do that because it doesn't believe that America is an exceptional nation. Why put America first when you don't believe she should be first? And Trump talked about securing the border. We have millions of illegal aliens massing across mostly our southern border. And that's, he used that word too, aliens. You don't hear that from Biden because it's politically incorrect. It's offensive to him and to the people who put him in office. Well, it's not offensive to me because that's who they are. They are aliens. They're here illegally. They're not citizens. They're not American citizens. They don't deserve the protection that the Constitution affords them. They don't get rights. You don't ha- you're not born with rights as an American citizen unless you become an American citizen. Secure the border. Restore the respect and the resources to our law enforcement officials. They put their lives on the line to protect us. Respect them. They deserve respect. They deserve the money and the resources that they had when Trump was back in office. And he'll be back in office if he decides to run again. Now, he hasn't officially declared his candidacy, but I think it's evident after this speech, I saw you know a few minutes of it, and some of his other rallies, that he is, if he's not running, I'm going to be surprised. Because there is no other candidate who can do what Trump did for this nation. Yes, he's divisive. Yes, he has a lot of baggage. I realize that. He's been impeached twice. Both impeachments were, were jokes. We'll get to that maybe in a few minutes. But Trump was great. He was, it's, you know, it was vintage Trump. Secure the border, law enforcement, make us energy independent as he did. We were energy independent. We were the largest exporter of oil and natural gas in the world when Trump was in office. Now we're begging our enemies to to provide us with uh, energy. It's ridiculous. Everything that's going on in this country today is absolute, it's absolute lunacy what's happening. And it's all by design. He went down the list back on on law enforcement for a couple of minutes. Some of the most horrific murders that have taken place in this country recently. I mean, in democratic cities, democratically run cities. The Democratic Party is a party of Marxists and socialists. They're seeking to destroy the nation and they're doing it. Piece by piece, they are dismantling what Trump built. Actually, what the founders built. And Trump wanted to restore it. And he wants to restore America to greatness. Put that Constitution front and center and enforce it. And we have Donald Trump to thank for the three Supreme Court justices that overturned Roe versus Wade and overturned some of the ridiculous anti-gun measures that Democratic mayors and, and governors put into effect. They're done. We have Donald J. Trump to thank for that. He put those three justices on the Supreme Court. He nominated them, and Republican Senate confirmed them. Kavanaugh, Amy Coney Barrett, 
and Neil Gorsuch. Those are Trump nominees. And the left hates it. They hate those three, and they hate Trump for putting them, putting them there. But we have God to thank for putting Trump into office, and, and uh, God willing that he uh, runs again and is victorious. It's, you know, it's a risk. What if he runs and loses? We have four more years of not Biden. I don't think he'll make it to 24. Kamala Harris, that idiot out in California, Gavin Newsom. I mean, who the Democrats don't have anyone. And Kamala Harris is dumber than she was when the day she took office. She is ridiculous. I, we'll get to her latest word salad here in a couple of minutes. But Trump was great today. You know, he wants to make us energy independent. He talked about uh, the energy prices. We know, you know, if you gas up, and everybody does, I think, in some way, shape, or form. I have to drive 70 miles a day, at least 70 miles. Gas at 450 now. It's down to 449 in Troy. Upstate New York, and it's as high as you know five and change in California and some of the blue states, and they want it that way. Democrats want the gas prices high. They want people traveling less, so that reduces the the carbon footprint on on the world. They think America is somehow the the major cause of global warming. Well, I don't believe there is warming, and if there is, there's there are, there's sufficient evidence to prove that it's not man made. Energy independence, but when I mentioned the law and order and the, uh, the 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 heinous crimes that are taking place around the country, and I won't I won't get into the uh, the individual murders because he did, and some of these people are back out on the streets. They commit a a, a felony, then less than a week later they're back on the streets and they're committing rapes, robberies, and in some cases murders. I remember one, this one guy stabbed a woman, a 70-year-old woman and her 38-year-old daughter, stabbed them to death. And then I think this was the case that, or maybe it was another murder. This woman was murdered and then lit on fire. Yes, they go through the legal system. After they're tried and convicted, they should be put to death. This stuff's going on every day. And it's just, it's unnerving to turn criminals back out into the streets. But that's what's happening under this administration and under Democratic governors in some of these blue states. We have to change that. America first. You know, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on Kamala Harris because she's not, she's not worth the effort, frankly. You know, she, that's how little I think of her. I want to talk a little bit about Dr. Fauci. And all through the pandemic, we heard from Fauci that the immunity produced by these COVID vaccines is superior to natural immunity, which you get from the infection. If you catch COVID-19, your body builds up immunity, and that protects you from being reinfected most of the time, not always. But now he's out today with a statement. He contradicted his own researchers and the longtime conventional wisdom about respiratory viruses and his own pre-pandemic statements. I'm reading now from a piece in WorldNet Daily. The downplaying or dismissal of the power of natural immunity was the premise behind pushing these vaccine mandates that have cost people their livelihoods and their careers, and in many cases, their health. Some of these people have reported having suffered severe adverse effects from these vaccines. Now, on the heels of a former coronavirus task force colleague confessing she always knew the vaccines didn't prevent infection, Fauci has declared his faith, at least to a degree, in natural immunity. This is his quote. He gave an interview to The Hill uh, today. He said, we were always aware that if you get infected, you have a degree of protection against reinfection. But his insistence over the course of the pandemic 
that vaccine immunity is superior is at odds with his own researchers at the National Institutes of Health. And I heard uh, Tucker Carlson talk about this online recently. Real-world data have indicated COVID vaccination weakens natural immunity, with people who are vaccinated developing a higher risk of infection and severe illness. Dr. Malone talked about this, Dr. Robert Malone, last week, and I think I did a Uh, I wrote a column on this. It's up on the PAC perspective. COVID vaccination weakens natural immunity. And the people who are developing higher risks of infection and more severe uh, illnesses are people who've been, in many cases, doubly boosted, doubly vaccinated, and they've had the booster shots. Why are they getting more ill? Back in September of last year, as World Net Daily reported, Dr. Fauci struggled when CNN's chief medical correspondent, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, asked him why people who already have been infected with SARS-CoV-2 should get the vaccine. And he stumbled. Gupta pointed to a study in Israel showing natural immunity to be 27 times more effective than the Pfizer vaccine. So should they get, why should they get the vaccine is what Gupta asked Fauci. How do you make the case to them? And Fauci's answer is, you know, that's a really good point, Sanjay. I don't have a really firm answer for you on that. You would think Dr. Fauci, who's the most brilliant medical mind in the country, he thinks so, and the media thinks so, that he would have a a, a firm answer. He didn't have one because there isn't one. The, the, The greatest minds, medical minds in the country differ on this. Researchers found that as many as 50% of people with no known exposure to the novel coronavirus have an effective response to the virus from their T-cells. It's part of the, of the immune system that attacks foreign particles. Again, I'm reading from WorldNet Daily in a piece written here by Art Moore. All right, I, I promised you uh, the, the latest word salad from our esteemed vice president. Now, let me just say, you know, when Kamala Harris announced her candidacy, I was... One of her, yeah, I supported her. I didn't support her. I, I said to you know, colleagues of mine, and I've said this numerous times, that I, she's the complete package. She's attractive for a woman in her 50s. She is, I thought she was brighter than she sounds like she's lately. I mean, she uh, was a former prosecutor. So she has a law degree and presumably she's intelligent. Well, a lot of people with law degrees don't sound very intelligent sometimes. And certainly lately, Kamala Harris Sounds anything but intelligent. I mean, she didn't win any delegates. She was the first Democrat to Democrat to drop out of the race a couple of years back. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, she lately is really stumbling all over the place. She says things that mean nothing. Word salads, as uh, I guess is the phrase that everybody's using now. And, and she's getting really, she's having a, she has this penchant for saying basically nothing. It sounds good. If you casually follow politics, and even if you don't, follow it that much at all. It sounds like it makes sense. But I'll tell you, her speechwriters, I don't think her speechwriters or her communications directors come up with these kinds of uh, these phrases that she's putting all these words together. They sound like they make sense, but they really don't make sense at all. Her latest one is, this is one for the ages. Uh, good afternoon. I want to welcome these leaders for coming in to have this very important discussion. Um, about some of the most pressing issues of our time. Uh, I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. 
thank you for that. I would never have known that you were a woman. And uh, her pronouns, I used to got to get the pronouns in there. She and her, you know, there, there are two genders. I'm not going to sidetrack, get, get off on, on, on a tangent on this, but there are two genders as I've talked about. This stuff, people are going to look back at this in 15 or 20 years or five years, maybe next year, and say, this is absolutely ludicrous for obviously a woman to get up there and, and say, my pronouns are she, her. I mean, a woman is an adult female, human. That's what a woman is. Now, our, one of our nine justices on the U.S. Supreme Court, Katanji Jackson, couldn't answer that question. All her intelligence went to Harvard and everything, Harvard Law School. What is a woman? Define what a woman is. She couldn't or she wouldn't. An adult female human. Someone with two X chromosomes, that's a woman. There was somebody put on Facebook, a friend of mine said, the most beautiful creation ever. And I agree with that. All women are beautiful. It's just that some are more beautiful than others, but all women are beautiful. But anyway, that's what a woman is, an adult female human. Boy, I'll tell you what, I don't know why she felt the need to say she and her are my pronouns, but I mean, she spoke today during a White House roundtable event uh, with some disability rights advocates, 32nd anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities Act. She was discussing reproductive care and the options for those with disabilities. They're all, this is all about abortion. It's all about Roe versus Wade being overturned. They just can't, they can't live with it. It's, it's, it's fantastic to watch it. And they blame Trump and rightly so. All right. That's about all we have time for. I think I covered everything. Uh, There's a lot going on and we're, look, we're all busy. I'm busy. You're busy in your life. And I, and I appreciate you taking time out of your busy life to uh, spend listening to this program for 15 minutes. If you like what you heard, hit like, hit subscribe. Subscribe to the Pac-Man podcast, please. I, I have children. One is in college. And, uh, you know, I need dough like everybody else. And, and please share. Share the program on uh, social media. And tell your friends about the Pac-Man podcast. And uh, we're going to do it again real soon, hopefully by the weekend. If not, we'll, we'll talk to you in a week. Again, if you want to check out the fine programming we have for you, go to the BMG Network. And if you want to contact me directly, it's uh, Pac-Man, P-A-C-M-A-N, at thebmgnetwork.com. Thanks for tuning us in, folks. And if the Lord wills it, we'll talk to you soon. The Pac-Man Podcast was produced and edited in the BMG studio. Music by Kevin McLeod. For more episodes of the Pac-Man Podcast, go to thebmgnetwork.com or go to the BMG Network on Facebook. And be sure to tune in to the next episode of the Pac-Man Podcast with Ted Flitt. 